Hi. Good evening. My name is Akua Jamfi, founder of the British Blacklist <laughs> and also co-founder of The Circle. My name is Leon Main. I am a writer, producer and founder of BWG Limited. I am a carpenter. You do I this. <laughs> Go on. I'm a philanthropist. I am a carpenter. I'm a writer. I'm a producer, director. I edit. It's a lot. It's a lot to juggle. Can I just add in some more bits? I'm a writer, producer, mother, black woman, queen. Uh, do you see? Do you see? Our guest is, our guest is excited. I know. I She's know. happy about my accolades. I'm also a carpenter, better carpenter than Leon. It's a lie. Um, and what is the circle, Leon? It's a series that brings together black and Asian talent across film and television and streaming. We shine a light on the incredible talent that not necessarily don't get the opportunity to be shown, but... There's always a conversation about there being a lack of people in front of them behind the screen and we don't put enough spotlight on the people that are doing amazing things. So this is what the circle's all about. This is a very, very true fact that you're saying. I know. Can I know. we can we can we introduce our special guest today, please? Because she's trying to L out on us. She's trying to kick out because she's busy. True. true. <laughs> <laughs> please introduce yourself, my love. Um, my name is Tahira Sharif and I am an actress. I am a queen. Yes. I sometimes nervous right now I'm, I'm a bit hot and sweaty um should I, should I keep on going on I mean you can if you've got why, more why are you hot and sweaty <laughs> I don't think I don't think all of my things can quite compare to like you guys oh come on please I mean probably <laughs> I mean probably surpass Leon not maybe wow. not me but you could definitely top Leon's accolades oh. hold on please explain why you're hot and sweaty for all the listeners it's that okay. might I'm not just randomly hot and sweaty. So at the minute, I'm in uh, Marrakesh in Morocco, where it's currently about, I mean, it's quarter past seven at night and it's still like 26 degrees Celsius, which is very hot. Yes. So in the daytime, it's like 30. Um, and I've turned off my air conditioning because I don't want it to make noise over this um, this interview. So. Oh, sorry. Oh, so, wow. oh, so it's our fault you're sweating. Yeah, basically, yeah. Sorry. I did it for you guys. Do you, have you. Wa- do you have water in front of you? I do have some water, yes. Oh, that's all right, then. Is it ice water? Do you, even in hot weather, do you drink ice water or room temperature? I'm more of a room temperature kind of I girl. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I'm drinking something like a juice or a, I don't know, like a another type of drink that's not water, then, yeah, I want it to be ice cold. But I don't know. Yeah, water, I'm... I'm room temperature kind of person. Uh, I'm a full F. Ice water. Oh, yeah, you, you eat ice. I so, eat ice. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. So many people do. No, no. Ice is like a delicacy. <laughs> and there's different <laughs> textures. I could go on, but it's not about me. <laughs> um, let's jump into it. Because you got to... Okay, let's just ask you. Why you got to go? Why can't you just stay and talk to us all night? What are you doing? Oh, Lord. Well, literally, even though it's quarter past uh, seven, the costume designer just messaged me and was like, can you come by and try on some shoes and some clothes? And I was like, I actually can't, but I'm going to have to go and do that afterwards. So these people are not, there's no like nine to five or this to this. It's just like, you're here. So you're on the clock. Oh, really? So when do you, when do you clock off? Like, can you clock off? Like, actually, no, I'm not trying on shoes. I'm going to bed. I w- <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other conversation. Okay. <laughs> yes. okay cool. So, what was it that made you want to get into the industry, Tara? Um, sheer stupidity. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, uh, I think like as far back as I can remember, um, as a little kid, 
I always like liked watching films, like all types of films. My mum had a whole library of films from old Indian movies to sci-fi movies to kung fu movies from the 70s like everything and so I grew up watching like a very vast amount of different genre of film and I was always like amazed at the stories like regardless of the genre um I also loved reading a lot and so I liked using my imagination and because my mum didn't really encourage like you know just mindless watching of television or like we didn't have computer games or none of that. It was like (laughs) Scrabble, (laughs) um, you know, board games and stuff. And then a lot of the time, me and my big sister would play, oh, what days? We would play like makeup games, like a lot of kids did, didn't it? And just, and like, use your imagination and I don't know, go on little adventures or whatever. And so I remember like, I'd always like to do that with my sister. And when I got older, I remember thinking, it dawned on me and I thought, acting is kind of just another form of, play mm-hmm. and using your imagination and it was always something that I really enjoyed and so just like as I got older it was kind of like okay let me try and pursue this because it's I just believe that like any whatever you truly like enjoy doing in life like whether you're going to do it as a career or not just do it like just do it and it just so happened I I didn't actually start acting professionally for a, quite a long time I was doing it because I just genuinely enjoyed it and enjoyed like the craft of it and learning um and then it just yeah naturally kind of progressed in into my career you mentioned mum wasn't having it she weren't letting you sit in front of the tv and mindlessly watch all the tv shows um so what what was that like your what was your mum's influence in you growing up and is was that kind of in whatever she instilled in you did that prepare you for the career path that you embarked on um i think Interestingly, uh, with my mum, she was always very like very encouraging of like anything that, that us, me and my sister wanted to do or did. But I think she kind of wanted me to, you know, probably steer me in a more academic route. Mm. Um, she was an English teacher and acting was fun and something kind of that you did as a hobby more. I don't know that she really understood, like, especially at the time like when I was like, I want to be an actor. She didn't really quite understand that it was, I don't know, like how to even get into this industry or she didn't want, she wanted things to be easy for me. And I completely understand and appreciate that now. But like my sister was the one, she was very encouraging um, of like this, this, this career path and mm. kind of like others in my family and stuff like that. So I think she, with my mum, it was just more, <laughs> she didn't want me to be broke. <laughs> like she literally said fair. this the other day. <laughs> This is fair. This is fair. In, in terms of her influence, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I can say her influence kind of um, had an impact on my work, but it definitely has had an impact on how I approach my work sure. and how I conduct myself. Like, definitely, hundred percent. I mean, English teacher. I wanted to be an English teacher when I was growing up because I'm fantastic <laughs> at English. No I just comment. wanted to no comment on that. I just yeah. wanted to throw that in there, just so everybody knows I'm brilliant at English. <clears throat> Go on. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> so like, how were you able to kind of navigate the industry? So I'm always told that there's kind of like a starting birth for actors. They go through the soap route, whether it's doctors or casualty. Was that yeah. the beginning of your yeah, yeah. That the beginning of your journey? Is that and also just to jump into that, is that um something that you all 
you kind of know that that's what you have to do? Do you aspire to that? Or was it like, I'm not doing them shows, I'm going to go straight to, I don't know, whatever to show? Do you know what? I think I think it's a bit different now. I think like for this next generation of actors, yeah, they probably don't have to do the, the, the doctors and the casualties and the whole cities, you know, unless they want this, that's what they want to do. I think kind of when I started, it was just like, that was just a thing that like, those were, those were the kind of shows that you cut your teeth on, you know what I mean? You get, you got the experience and I had a fantastic time when I was on Casualty. I had a great time and I learned an incredible, incredible amount because there's nothing that can prepare you in terms of being taught in a classroom for when you get onto a set and a set like those where, and Casualty is not even like doctors or eastenders where like those things are on every single day and they're shooting like bam 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 like there's no time to breathe whereas casualty was once a week but you're moving at such a fast pace you're having to learn lines like in a flash make any amendments you know get onto set prepared know your lines um and just be ready to roll like there's no rehearsal time there's none of this that kind of stuff and even though that is not like it's not the most, for me anyway, it wasn't the most enjoyable, um, I guess, like form of acting. Like as an actor, you wanna, of course, you wanna like hone your character, you wanna rehearse, you wanna write a backstory, you know, like you wanna mm. really get your teeth into this, um, the project and the character and 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 you're be allowed time on set to really fl- flesh out the performance. Mm. So, you know, you get the best take possible on those shows. That's not always possible. There's just not, there's not enough time. And so you just gotta be, prepared and ready but what that does do is if you start off on them kind of shows like then when you get onto something where you know you've got I don't know a couple weeks rehearsal before you start filming and you normally get given like two weeks to film like a 45 minute episode Mm -hmm. whereas casualty you're given five days Mm -hmm. maybe to film one episode and it, it so it just it moves so quickly but it really does it just sets you up for other jobs down the line so I would I would never knock those jobs at all I think they're fantastic and a great way to learn so does, does, has race played a part or does race play a part in the roles that you take um because also even though you don't wouldn't knock those roles especially in the work that I do in looking at everyone's cv everyone black or of color They've got these shows on their CV and then there's a quiet period where they're trying to find roles because then the racism kicks in and there's not enough roles to fit the black folks in or in lead roles or roles that command a whole series or something like that. So was there any consciousness about your race playing into the roles that you wanted to take or the roles that you were getting um, and going forward in general, the roles that you picked, do you... Does, it does, is, is race important, like a racial theme or, you know, the characters really representing the race in some way? First of all, so, so so to that point, no, I don't. For me, I don't think that's necessary. Um, that I have to pick a role where the race is kind of the most important thing because I'm an actor at the end of the day, and I'm I'm acting. I'm portraying a character that isn't myself. Now, the character is going to be black because I'm black. Like that's not. Do you know what I mean? There's no other way around that. But I don't. I just don't want that to be the, the the kind of most important thing. I feel like, thankfully, especially with television, we're kind of moving away from that. You know, man, I remember reading um, scripts or reading breakdowns and it was like, oh, you know, like whenever there was a character that was white, it was never said that they were white. Mm. Whenever there was a character that was, you know, meant to be black or Asian, it said, oh, uh, Tatiana, 23, black, 
slash Asian slash mixed race or whatever. And it was like, why? Like, why Why can't it just be a character that happens to, it's just like a policewoman or a mother or a, or a prisoner that is also just happens to be black because yeah, you yeah. cast that particular actress or actor in that role. So obviously like, you know, as an actor, you read a load of scripts and I feel like that's happening more and more, whether or not um, things are being actually cast that way um, without race in mind. I don't know because yeah. I'm not I'm not behind the scenes, but I would hope so. Do you know what I mean? And like to, to your point is kind of like referring to my race or something in yeah. an important part when I'm picking characters. As I said before, no, it's not primarily. Do I try to make these roles as authentic as possible to my experience as a black woman in real life? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, you know, for example, it's just something small, but if um you know if the character's sleeping or going to bed or whatever like naturally i wrap my head Good my tool. hair at night tool and go to bed stuff. yeah and you know that's maybe not going to occur that's going to be written in a script because if it's not written or directed or produced by a black person which nine times out of 10 it's not um that's not going to be in the script and no one in makeup or costume is going to that's not really going to occur to them sure so you as the actor go, oh no, but this is this is how we do this it. person would go to bed. But you know, at the same time, like if the if the character, if it if the character wouldn't wrap their hair, then I'm not gonna force it. Do you know what I mean? So sure. I just always try to stay kind of authentic to whatever character I'm playing. That's fair. Was that was that something that you had to deal with when you were on uh, Waterloo Road? Oh uh, my days! I can't even. I'm trying to think now. Uh, mm. Waterloo Road. No, you know what? Waterloo Road was. Because it was set in a school mm. and you didn't, with my character, actually, I don't think you ever really saw her outside of um, the school environment. Mm. Um, apart from when she was kind of like with her family who kind of also somehow were, were in the school, <laughs> in, the, in the, um, the kind of school environment. It didn't, it, that never really came up in that show, actually. I was, I remember just being really pleasantly surprised when they cast um, Reggae as my brother and Dean Marshall as my mom. Okay. Because I was like, wow, you know, like I remember we like, would take photographs and it would be like, okay, we actually like, we look like a legit family. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like we, we, they've actually, they actually did that quite well for once. <laughs> But no, it, it didn't come up, actually. Um, maybe for Nadine, it may have, um, because I remember, like, I think she they kind of had written her as this opinionated, mm. I don't want to say aggressive, because I don't think that was the word, but something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black mother. Sassy, and, yeah. You know, and it was just like, come on, guys. Like, mm. no, not, not, not every black woman's like that. And True. so... I do remember she was she'd have words with people. Uh, so Waterloo Road obviously was. Did I, what did I say? I don't know what happened. Waterloo <laughs> Waterloo Road was obviously a huge series. What was it like for you at the time? And what were some of the teachable moments for you as an actress in that? You know, yeah, being in something like that. So. You're smiling so cheekily, <laughs> Wagwan. What is this? Is this something? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, do you want the truth? Or do you Absolutely want the, you know the truth. Give Real us, talk. Give us the truth, and then tomorrow when you say Leon, you have to edit this out. Then it's fine. I will it to you. Yeah. Go on. Give us the truth. Um. Man. So, I had a bit of a difficult time on that shoot. Okay. Mm. And I don't know whether it was because it was like the first time I'd been 
away from living you know living away and and working because living is different like when you're working away from home somewhere else and in some any small town in the north of Scotland somewhere oh and, no no and like no literally let me get to get this straight nobody in the town was hostile it wasn't it wasn't that it was just being in a small town where like you and your castmate were like the only black people in the entire town and people just staring at you and not and not not with any hostility it was just like just staring like oh what the hell's like why are they you know not not why they're here but they just think we were just come some kind of like anomaly to them Mm -hmm. so I think that was difficult for me at the time and you know working and getting onto set and I guess like being we were we actually filmed in a real school and you did you spent like maybe 10 hours of the day you know or the shooting day in your in your in a school uniform wow and so naturally what what happened was crew and 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 other cast members who were teachers and whatever everyone kind of took on this role that they were playing and people kind of did just treat you like a kid okay (laughs) yeah and it was like no I'm an adult you know um (laughs) (laughs) but it was but they would just forget and you know and, and it happens a lot on on sets where crew will just call you by your your character name and and it was like oh it it just it just I remember feeling like really frustrated and uh not the happiest person and I think back then I probably dealt with things or dealt with my frustrations a lot differently than I do now I think obviously I was younger and just more of a hothead and (laughs) that sounds like sorry that sounds like you're like listen don't test me today (laughs) I'm not coming out my trailer or did you even have trailers? No, we didn't even have trailers no. there. We had like dressing rooms. It was the strange environment. It's like they had the kids, you know, us lot who were playing school kids. And then they had the, the, the actors who were playing teachers, like separated from each other. It was very bizarre. But I got on like really well with, you know, people who were not necessarily playing school kids. Mm. And so it was, it was strange. It was, it was a strange environment. So the teachable moment for that going forward. For me, the, the definitely, I remember, you know, the teachable moment was um, I just I just needed to be a lot more patient. Okay. You know, kind of like pick your battles. And, and that's what it is, you know, genuinely on set. You, you can't, you, you can't go off and, you know, on, you know what I mean? Like every time you're you're pissed off or anytime someone gets on your nerves, you just can't. It's not, it's not any way to act. Um, but it's and fun. Yeah, but yeah. And sometimes, I mean, a good thing that I learned, and I, because I remember at the time, I just didn't possess the skill. I just couldn't hide how I was feeling. And I still, still now, like, I might be saying one thing, but anyone that knows me can see it. It's all written all over my face. Like, if I like something or like someone, I can't hide it. Uh, And at the time, I mean, my whole attitude and demeanor just told you exactly how I felt about you. Which, when you're working with people in a professional capacity, ain't always the great. Greatest. I mean, <laughs> I guess five years on, you have now entered the big bucks into Netflix and the Netflix stone. The Netflix, congrats, congrats. How how was that experience for you? How was um, working on a production of Haunting of Blind Manor for you? Oh man, it was incredible. I can't even yeah. lie. Like, I I genuinely couldn't believe it. I remember I would call up my agent every two days and be like, um. Are, are you sure? But are you sure that like, I've got the job? Are you sure? Are, why not? Why were you disbelieving? Because, okay, so so I've 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 done other jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you might take for the role okay then you get called in you get a call back then you get called in again mm. you've got a chemistry read with the other actors then you've got to meet with the producer and the da 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 and then you may not even get the job or you might get it and it's like woof mm. god right. damn like you you know you worked for it you went back and back and learned more lines and da 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 anyway Blind Manor I got a tape through and I did this tape and it was, it was, you know, it was a long, a long tape. There were two really, really long scenes, like maybe six minutes or something each. And um, I did it with my, my friend, a good friend, um, Zachary Momo. And uh, I remember him going, yo, like, I think you got this. And, and, you know, like we're actors, we tape all the time. We tape, 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 and you send them off and you may not hear anything or you might hear something. So it was just like another one, like, okay, you know, no, these tapes are good, but, cool 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 and then literally a week later I got a call go saying yeah you booked the job and I was like what do you mean (laughs) like do you mean you they want to meet me or like a call back or something she was like no 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 you 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 booked it and I just I couldn't believe that it it could it I just didn't believe it Mm. It didn't see real until I actually flew over there and was like okay all right, they can't take this away from me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm like a big kid. So for me, like my first day on set, I was gassed. I was just like, right, you know what? 10-year-old me would be like, this is like <laughs> incredible. And I feel like the moment I get to a stage where I don't feel excited when going to set or getting on set for the first time will be like a very sad day. But for now, oh. I'm always like that. I'm always like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> I find it mad interesting, like when actors go for roles in horrors now, or anything of that, or supernatural, or anything of that nature. Like, I always feel like there's some type of like superstition, or you know, when everyone who was like on The Exorcist, like there was something. <laughs> He's trying to say you have you brought a duppy home with you after being on Bl- Blind Manor. I mean, but yeah, it's, it's that, it's that. <laughs> that is the thing, right? Because I always used to think that as well. I'm a horror fan though. Like I've I've okay. loved horror since I was a kid because mm. I just like dark dark things and like the unknown and stuff. But one thing I never messed with, whether it was reading it, watching films, even now, is any type of like conjuring business. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god. <laughs> Sorry, I have to say yes because I feel like when they start talking, what is that? Where do they get the language I, from? I don't know. I don't, and I no. don't want to know. No. I will literally mute the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be inviting yeah. anything into my life. What would you have done if that was in your script, though? If you had to, like, come... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I always... I do think that I think, what was I... What am I going to do? If, I don't... I, I think I'd have to say, like... I don't think I can say these words. Mm. Yeah, I'd have to just... I try and find a way around it. I don't it, know, yeah. because... Nah, I'm not... I, no. And the thing with Blind Manor, it's di- it was different, because it's drama, right? So it's essentially a drama that... Uh, is has like this kind of supernatural horror element to it um and where things are just happening around the human beings it's not them conjuring up these ghosts or sure. inviting them in you know what i mean and so like you know that's that was all good to me <laughs> so just to go back you said that it was like the great it was great what made it so great and being on this in this project in general i think it, well again i'm 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 a I'm a fan of horror anyway. Okay. I'm a fan of of Mike Flanagan who created it before this audition come up or anything. So so when it came up, it was like, whoa, like this, I just want to, I would love to be involved because as an actor, that's what you want to do. You want to work in, you want to work on projects and with creators who you admire and, and whose work you 
you rate it you know and also the production value is high and mm. the grandeur of it and you know the sets are huge and, and everything was just on a whole different scale uh than what I had been doing and so it was it was you know and like the experiences that you get to to have and it's just yeah it's just so cool and also just being in a different in a different country um and a city that you may not have maybe taken yourself to but that has so much to do and see and explore you know just everything all of that where were you we filmed in Vancouver in Canada oh nice okay scale like every time I see her Instagram. She's in another country filming. Oh, she's that girl. Yeah. Ah, oh, mate. Okay. Romania, Vancouver, Morocco, like everywhere. Okay, she's that girl. Very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're going to bring your high back down now. Um, <laughs> what is, what's the worst no you've ever had? Huh. <sighs> I remember it quite well because it was it was last year and and I want to say two months or so before I booked Blind Man Up. I taped for this role, got got called in. Oh, got called in, sick. Get called in. Oh, to hear, you know, walked out of the door. I remember literally leaving that audition room and like going on my phone and being like, right, oh, I got a voicemail, listening to it. And it was from my agent. And she was like, I don't know what you did in there, but they absolutely love you. Oh, wow. And they will see you tomorrow again. And I was like, oh, okay. When in the next day, a third time, everyone's there, the director, the casting director, the producers, the writers, like, there's a lot of people in this room. So I remember thinking in my head, oh, this is serious. If everyone's in the room, this is, I've got a good chance of getting this. And then the more you go back, the, the closer you get and the more you want it. That was three times. Then it was like, okay, okay, cool. Can you come in and um, do a chemistry read with the other actors? Okay. Mm-hmm. Done that. Can you come in again and do a chemistry read with, with some other actors that we've got in mind? Oh, damn. Okay, five times now. Anyway, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. A week later, I get this, um, you know, it's, it's a lead role. It's, you know, all this kind of stuff. I get, a, a, you know, like a, a missed call from my agent and she's basically just explaining in, in the voicemail, it didn't go your way. Da, 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 da. Oh, they loved you. Da, da. But, you know, after you hear it didn't go your way, it's just like, Doesn't I don't matter. even care what they yeah. say. I don't yeah. care if you loved me. You didn't love me that much, right? Yeah. I don't know. I remember at the time it literally felt like someone had punched me in my stomach, like finding out that I didn't get that role because I'd like, it's not like when you don't get a role and you can even see yourself and go, "Eh, nah, Mm. I wasn't really right for it. Or Mm. I didn't really learn the lines or I didn't put the work in, you know, you can make peace with that. But I remember that whole process. I had like, they had given, they'd thrown new scenes at me every Mm. day. Your book I had to learn. I had to, like cry I had to you know it was all this kind of stuff it was so emotionally draining and I remember feeling so pissed off mm. that they had the audacity not to give me that yeah, role, right? yeah 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 and so it just played on my brain and I remember saying to my agent I said I remember just going I don't know what to do like I don't know like I don't know what else I could have done yeah like there's literally nothing else I could have done in that room because I left it all all in there on the floor right and I remember saying to her I don't know like what to, like I genuinely was just having like you know a kind of moment and I was like I just don't know I don't know if I can do this because it's too it's too much like yeah. it's too much like, it's not like someone goes oh you know but you 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 uh you should have prepared better or I don't know you should have um, made these character choices better like no one was saying that mm-hmm. and then I remember you know kind of like finding out who got it and just being like yeah I'm done I'm out I don't know I don't know 
you've you've chosen someone completely the opposite of how I look and everything like fuck yeah um which was annoying (sighs) yeah anyway and so are you gonna say what it was no no I'm not I'm not gonna just check it just you didn't have to it's fine I was just being gonna say what it was but it was but but it was incredibly difficult and you know the person was not black or anything like that and I remember that played on my mind a lot as well Mm. and and really actually and kind of got me down for a while um and then I and then you know and then I got blind manner and it's just interesting this whole thing and I thought wow you know what's mad is that if I'd got the other one I wouldn't have been able to do blind manner and actually thinking about it I mean like blind manner was like way a way 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 better job for me and role and and everything platform and it just like it just goes to show like geez like when you're getting no's and it's so easy because I tell I mean my friends we tell each other this all the time you know don't worry because you know the reasons as to why you haven't booked this or the reasons as to why this hasn't worked out are going to reveal themselves yeah the time. Mm. like yeah 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 whatever yeah, yeah, it's hard to see <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i'm but that was a, such a prime example for me and i'll take that on as well i'll take that um with me nah that that other job was not for me mm. it was wasn't for me blind manner was and that's what came my way and i needed to get rejected from that other one for blind manner to to happen and and that's just how it goes sometimes so would you say that Blind Manor was the most rewarding yes you've ever had, or is there a bigger yes you've ever had? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the scale of the project, Blind Manor was was definitely a, a a huge yes, and because I kind of knew suddenly I I knew I was aware of its success um, as a series already and how much people it was going to put me in front of so yeah for sure I was that was a big big yes but actually one of the most rewarding yes is a play called Moon on the Rainbow Shawl and it okay. was at the National Theatre yeah I know that one seven eight years ago yeah something. I remember yeah and again that and that was just and that was so rewarding because it was like I'd you know gone to this audition and I'd really put in effort again like with how I'd paired and learned and done the accent and, and you know all this kind of stuff and presented myself and then gone back and read and da 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 and like found quotes to kind of I don't know to kind of add to the the character and you know all this kind of stuff and so when I got that and I remember walking out again walking out of that audition going now nah, you deserve this one like you deserve it you, you you've done everything you could and then getting it was like okay it was like validation yeah and a wonderful time I had a wicked time on that show uh, I thought you were gonna say Drew's Barbers but that's cool it's fine yeah, I, I heard. No, 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 I no heard, it's fine. I we're running out of time because you're, you've got to go because you've got big things to do and we've got more things to do with you. Um, but I just wanted to, I think a really important and pertinent question I need to ask is you worked on a project with a guy called, um, I think his name's Leon Maine, and I think it was something called Drew's Barbers or something like that. What was it like working with someone like Leon Maine? Because I've heard things in the industry. I just want to know what your take, <laughs> what your take is working with someone like him. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to answer Zira. You're not under. Wrong. I feel like you should, and I feel like everyone needs to know the truth. Hey, do you want me to be on it? No, for real, for real. This is it now. Come on, come on. No, I'm. Are you being serious? Yeah. No, no I'm. I'm like deadly. Oh my god. Okay. Mm. Well, it was probably arguably mm. one of shit man um 
fun experiences I've ever no, had. Yeah, yeah, no, to hear it. No, to hear it. No, sorry, no. Nah. All right, cut, cut, in your cut. Face. Start again. Look, this is the closed. This is the closed face. set. It's a closed, face. protected set. Everything. Okay, it's all right. I knew you were gonna say that. Come on, we gotta go. What's going? What's the next question? This is not the way I wanted it to go. Wow. <laughs> Fine. Um, is there a project out there that you you wish you were in or that you wish you made? Uh, yes, there is actually. I don't know that it's been released yet. Oh, hey, then once. Yeah, I don't think it's been released. I mean, it's it's. I think it. I think it's finished. But I think because of it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you've auditioned for. Just in it's general, just like something, something that you've something seen. That you've seen. I know, but you know what's mad is that, um, is that I okay? So what? Because it's based on a, a series of books, and I'm like a I, well, I'm an I'm an avid reader, and so when I read the books years ago, mm. I was like, I want to be in this. Oh uh, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Gonna make a sick TV show, and I want to be in it. So when it came around, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Didn't get the role. <laughs> what is it? You can't say. No, I can say it's called um, it's called Shadow and Bone, and um, it's, it's it's again, it's quite you know, it's quite dark. But I think the only how would I describe it? I would describe it as kind of like like maybe think of something like. A mashup of like Harry Potter and maybe Game of Thrones. What? It, who's it by? Who's it by? Oh, uh, uh, Lee Bardugo. Okay, no, I don't know that. It's set in this kind of like reality where people are. Um, there are different uh, people possess like some people possess like powers, um, but there's there's varying Dude. levels oh. of like how much power you possess, and mm. so therefore you're treated accordingly. But it's like it's but it's very adult. And also what I liked about it is it's not just like, oh, yeah, fantasy, woo, woo, powers, yay, abracadabra. Mm. It's like dealing with like very, very real themes that mm. like, humans deal with. Like on a, even though they just happen to possess these powers, it doesn't stop the other shit from like happening to them. Um, and it's just it's very dark and it's, oh, it's so fucking heartbreaking. Um, but it's so cool. And if they don't do it right, like I don't even care that I'm not yeah, in it now. Like, yeah, I want yeah. to be in it, but. If they don't do it right, I'm going to be so mad. So mad. I want to read the series now. I want to read those books. That's oh, great. Right yeah. Shadow and Bone. What are you watching right now, Sierra? Oh, I've just started um, Lovecraft Country. Well done. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm enjoying that. I'm yeah. not, I'm like maybe halfway through at the minute. Okay. Um, but I'd heard like great things about it, and so I was like, "Yeah, I want to check it out." And I'm I'm really enjoying that so far. Really, kind of like excitedly waiting for The Handmaid's Tale to return. Oh, right. I, excitedly is a strong word because I I think I love the show, but it's also super scary. Um, I don't want the manual to what's happening in the next few uh, years. Uh, I see what you mean. The thing is, though, it was again. I re I read that book time ago. Time ago, The Handmaid's Tale. Um, and Margaret Atwood, who wrote it, she wrote it in like what she, well, she would have written it in the 70s. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I just think they've done such a good job with like updating it into to to kind of like a contemporary setting. But yeah, it's terrifying. No, it's literally, I can't. Do you watch it? I started watching season one and I just uh, haven't continued. Not not because it's bad, I just haven't finished it. Uh, this is Would I survive in that? Yeah, you would. Okay, patriarchy so. down with it. Let me watch it. Yeah, well, yeah, you would. It's yeah. a lot, man. It's it's oof. it's a lot. It is a lot. It'll make you hate men and then <laughs> mine. Oh wow! 
Yeah, and you will be like, yeah. So anyway, sorry, it upsets me. Um, okay, so we got this thing right. Um, we want you to drop some knowledge for the gram. Now, basically, what we mean by that is, if I was sharing to hear his picture, and then I'm gonna have a quote from you, what would be your quote that will forever be, you know, your I have a dream quote? Ah. Oh, that... <laughs> Just like, don't want to get too cliche here. But it's, um, you know, it'd be your cliche. <laughs> Own your cliche. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say try to <clears throat> just try to shut out all of the negative noise that is inevitably going to come at you throughout your life, right? Because most of the time, the negative thoughts that we have about our appearances or us as people does tend to come and be influenced quite heavily from the outside. And I would say like, if I could give that advice to anybody or to my younger self, like, listen man, when someone tells you you're not this enough or whatever enough, or oh, you've got a whatever, whatever, don't listen to it because there's so many times, whether it was the way that I looked or, or acted, that it never occurred to me that it was something bad. I was always quite kind of confident within mm. myself. And then someone remember saying, someone saying something about oh, probably like my nose or my lips or something. And suddenly that, I remember becoming fixated on that and like, oh yeah, it doesn't look, it look, does look like how they said it would, said it did. And I just think a lot of the time people are projecting their own bullshit onto you mm. and try to shut it out. That's all I would say, just try to shut out all the negative noise. Don't listen to people telling you that you can't do this, you can't do that, um, you're not tall enough, short enough, pretty enough, thin enough, big enough, da 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 like it's just all it's just all noise and that's what I try to do it's just I just think I'll shut up like so which one is your quote is it shut out all the negative noise is it just (laughs) is it just shut up or what was the other one you just said one and I just forgot you said one just before and it sounded good as well I think it would be shut yeah shut out all the negative noise and if anybody tells you you're not good enough time to shut up Yes, we, we shall we shall truncate that. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is a very fantastic game. Yeah. Sorry in advance. No, no. Yeah. No. Sorry in advance. No. Really no. You can't just <laughs> stop it. I just have to pre-warn people, you know. Anyway, this game is fantastic. It's like <laughs> from the mind of a genius. Yeah. Of course, I made it up. It's from a mind <laughs> of a genie, a genius. Anyway, it's called Name This TV Show Movie Show TV Game Show. That's what it's called. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of shows. It's, it's, that's what it's called, film, TV show, name, game. Okay, so basically you just got, we've got five shows that you've got to guess. And because you like horror, we've picked horror film oh. and TV shows, yeah. right? <laughs> Why did you look at me like I don't know. Sure. Cause <laughs> <laughs> so this is how it goes. We're going to give you four clues and you have to get it. So the first clue we give you is probably is like odd words from the title, right? Mm-hmm. The second clue we're going to give you is how many words there are in the title. Okay. Right? The third clue we'll give you is one word to describe the film or TV show. Got it. And then the fourth clue is a description of one of the characters from this project, right? And each time, if you get it on the first go, you get a certain amount of points. If you get it, and it goes down every time you just don't get it until you don't get it. And you can phone a friend, which is Leon, who's (laughs) a traitor because he's supposed to be on my side, but he'll give you all the clues and answers because he's a traitor because your rules are impossible no they're not however i think this one now that we know that you're a big horror fan it might be easier for you 
I think it will be easy, and Leon made all of these questions easy. Apologies. Okay, all right, well, we'll see. Okay, let's go. So the first one, go on, you do the first one. All right, so the first one, clue, a word in the title is from. Okay. I mean, you're a horror fan, you should know what this is, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, wait, hang on, from dusk till dawn? Well done, but no. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good guess, though. You can carry on guessing, or if you want another clue, let us know. Okay, I need another clue. All right, there are four words in the title. You're lying to me, man. It's from dusk till dawn. No. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's actually not. <sighs> okay, can I ask, like, where the from is in the... In no. The... Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, or can she? See, look at Leon. Wants to tell all the yeah, answers. I, I... Just give the whole title. No, just depend. No, that you can't say that. Film. Yeah, it's a film. It's a film. Okay, yeah. but so there's four. But where... Can you just at least tell me that it's from... It's, you see your hand and your fingers are up. It's on one of them fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, come on. Do you want the third clue? Because you're just not... It's not even a clue, really. It is a clue, right, actually. Cool. Do you want the third clue? Well, Leon just said it's not a clue. It so... is, actually. It's no. facts. Do you want the third clue? Oh, all right, go on. I might as well. Anthology. You're a horror fan, dear. You're supposed <laughs> to be an expert. It's a, it's a film? Yes, and within the film, there's an anthology of stories. That's a big clue. That is actually a clue. That is a great clue. But yeah, it's no, a, no, it's but a clue. See what, see what a, Leon said. He said it's a clue. It's not yeah. a big clue. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a clue within a clue. What? No. <laughs> you know, what? if you were a horror fan, you would get the original right. You wouldn't get this one right. Oh, uh, just no. Yeah. Anyway, last clue because obviously, or you can phone a friend. You can phone the cheater, Leon. What the hell am I gonna give? Go on. You don't even know the answer to this. I do know. Okay. I'm going to phone a friend. Phone this friend. Hello, Tira. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a black horror. And oh, my. I, I think it was directed by Spike Lee. Oh, my God. You just give her all the roses and flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hard one. It's, it's directed by It's not by Spike even Lee, hard. And it's like a version of another cult classic horror. Cult classic horror. See, I'd probably get the cult classic, but I ain't going to get this because I can't think of it. Any, any horror that Spike Lee's directed. You, you kids. I know, that's what I'm saying. He's was, actually directed too. It was kind of before our time. No, no don't go on like I was born in the freaking 1800s. No, I'm just saying. But before <laughs> our time. Get out, both of you. Okay, fourth clue. Do you want the fourth clue? Because you need the fourth clue. Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to... I'm, I'm done out A slave on. doll gets its revenge. A slave doll? Yes. Gets its revenge? Yes. I, I'm, I, oh, I'm, I, I wouldn't have got it either. No clue. Okay. No clue Tales from the Hood. See, Never heard I, of told you, I, I told you. I told you no would know. I mean, have you heard? I know that I've heard of Tales, Tales from the Crypt. crypt. Yes, Tales from the Crypt is the original, and Tales from the Hood in the 90s was a bad boy film. Uh-huh. You lot Never. don't know your history. This is what at happens to you kids, your lost children. <laughs> all right, so, <laughs> so currently, dear, you got zero points. You can still make up. There's four more to guess from. Just try not to get the lowest points, which I think is eight or nine. Yes. And that is Rachel Delahaye and Teresa Coco. Teresa Coco. Yeah. So this next horror project, the clue, the word in the project is box. It's so fucking... Bird box. Yeah, yeah there like... you go. See, this was Leon's <laughs> one. You know, this is... This is this... I had to balance it because no one was going to get the first you know one. Like, thank you. Cool. Why are you cheering? It's them and us. They, they, listen, there has to be some type of joy in this game for somebody. <laughs> like, okay, n- number, whatever, number three. Okay. Um, so the clues we're going to give you, so the words from the title we're going to give you are you 
and the. Okay. Wait, these are all horrors. Or yeah. Like... Yes. Horror film or TV shows. And this one is what or, a TV or scary show or a film, film or TV shows. It's a TV show. This one's a TV show. Okay. Next clue. <laughs> <laughs> there are six words in a title. So it's a long title. That helps. It really helps. Oh, but my mind's gone blank. Um. <sighs> What I like about this game is that everybody in the room tries to guess as well. It's great. <laughs> Do you know it? And has anyone got it? Yeah. No one's got no. it. Did you see? That's, but that's, <laughs> that's not my fault. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I feel like everyone turns on the Games Master. I just thought these up. You'll get it on the next clue, I think. Oh, my days. Oh, my gosh. Don't say that. Okay, clue three. Or phone a friend. What do you want? Phone a friend or clue three. Wait, if I phone a friend, do I lose any points? You don't actually, no. which is something I need to factor into the next season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to phone a friend. I'm phone a friend. Hello, Tira. <laughs> useless friends. Wait, 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 and this wait. Is, and this is his one. <laughs> um, ni- All right, all right. Nickelodeon. Oh, my days, you cheater. Nickelodeon. Just, just said, man, that we didn't watch a bunch of TV growing up. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. See, that's your fault. <laughs> um. Oh, wow. There was no cable in the household. Okay, clue three then. Let's give you clue three. Cam- a, wow, look at you. <laughs> you <just want> less <laughs> clue possible. three. Campfire. Campfire. So you and the are in the title. Six words in the title. Set in a campfire was on Nickelodeon. Oh, no, maybe and, not. And what, like, what, around what time? Of- Sorry? Oh, uh, that would have been 90s Nickelodeon. It would have been around the times of like Sister, Sister and Keenan and Kelwin, Sabrina, oh, Teenage okay. Witch and that, I think. I mean, I literally was born in 19, 2004, so I don't know. Yeah, I watched, I watched on cable, Nickelodeon. <laughs> born when? 19, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I have to start using that one. <laughs> um, the final clue she is... She didn't even ask for it, oh, did she? She's going to have to because she's not guessing. A teenage master storyteller is a character... In this show, to hear you're going look for the you're repping whoever you're repping and you're not repping. Have you got it? No, what kind of someone got it? Have you got it? No, no one's got it. Oh wow, am I the only person you watched it? Yes. No, that's it was a super. Sorry. These 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 are some of these films. These some of these films are too niche. This is a TV show. It's not niche at all. This one, this one here. Okay, do you want the nat title? Go on, and finish (laughs) what you were saying. Wait, no, no, hang on, hang on. But okay, just give me the first three. Three words and just see if I can. How? Just making rules up, right? How? How? How, Sway? Would that be half a point? That'd be none. Okay. (laughs) Just for, like, you know, just for Bants. Okay, just for Bants because, you know, you've you've not got the points. Are you afraid? Oh, are you afraid of the dark? I see. Do you know what? But none of the the campfire, the master story team. Uh? (laughs) The campfire, where they all. Um, camp around it. Then... I don't think I can really remember. I rem- I know the title, but I just don't remember. You like failed, that. Leon. He was like, "She's gonna get this. You're gonna get this. Gonna I get this." It was easy. <clears throat> the, cl- the word we're gonna give you is house, and you're going to get it. And I'm really annoyed. House, house. Huh? His house. Okay. See what I'm saying? So she just jumped up to eight points for no reason. <laughs> so angry, like. <laughs> Why are you so angry? Because. For? The- <laughs> It was your clue. I mean, it was your show, wasn't it? Your project. I said do a syllable. I said do owl or something. That's not a syllable. Or is it, it's a sound from the word. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's what I wanted. Now go on. Last one. All right. Last one. Anyway, Who's, right. Who, who did this one now? I did. Okay. 
Sorry, in advance. Um, the two words from the title are the and the. Right, well, that helps. <laughs> it does help. It's very informative. <laughs> the and the. Right, yeah. Okay, second clue. Five words in the title. So the and the and the and the and the. Yeah. Wait, oh. I don't know. Just, I would just, I don't even know. And this is a, um, a film or a TV show? It's a film. A, apparently a cult popular film. Not cult because it's not old, but it's... No, it's... it's when was it made? 2012, I think. It did well, I think. So only you went to see it, okay. Um, I haven't yeah. even seen it. This is the thing. Look at that. He hasn't even seen it. I've not even seen it. I. What? Well, you know what? There are certain horror films that I watch in like bits and pieces. Because he's a scaredy cat. No, because like, I'll go down a rabbit hole of like watching scenes um, of horror films. I don't know why. Like trailers and stuff. It's weird. It's weird. Okay, let's Don't mind go. me. Um, clue go, three. Do you go. want clue three or do you want to phone a friend? Go on and I'll, I'll find this useless. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, dear. How are you doing? You're right. Um, yeah, you're gonna help me out this time. I think so. I don't know. Something that he hasn't seen. Yeah. Something that I've not seen. I haven't even seen it. I've not even seen it. So, damn. Every clue I have is in the title. It's, it's, it's quietly annoying. Oh dear me. Uh, science is used in it, sort of. Science. Sort of. This is a terrible clue. Even science, I, even I, it, as of. a games master. So it's kind of like it's a film that you think is a generic film, but then science is using it to make it a little bit different. She hasn't like even a generic seen. horror film. You know, like loads of teenagers go to one spot. <laughs> oh, the cabin in the woods. Yeah. Oh my god. There you go. You just told her the whole damn story. I didn't have a clue because I haven't seen it properly. You just said a bunch of teenagers. So, yeah, which is like new every rules, horror film ever. New rules. When you phone a friend, you lose 14 points. <laughs> that's it. No, but that's a new rule from now on, not from now. Yeah. So, how, so I didn't lose any points. How much points have I got? You got you literally 11. Jumped. Woo, okay, I'll, I'll take that. That's I'll good. That's like... That's jumping to almost like the top. In, in Who the got top the top? Half. Who's got... I think Papa Sadie's on 14. No, Liberties. Okay. I'm revising this game immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this, this heads are going to roll in my own little games town. Well done. <laughs> okay, final, final thing. Before we let you go, you have to tell us a story. We've got we got three minutes. We've got three minutes. Okay. <laughs> so we've got this thing called the process, right? We get everyone that comes in to tell a story, to continue a story that someone else has started. Teresa Coco started it, and the last person to continue it was... Who? Oh. Cherie. Cherie Myers. Myers. Yes. So you were supposed to do a summation of this. I was, because a queer is basically like written what everybody said, but it's now become this massive... Thing. Treatment. Yes. And it needs to be consolidated. I started consolidating it. You failed in your homework. Yeah. I'm going to try, all right? So this is a black mythological fantasy. Ooh. So Earth is in peril, but nobody on Earth knows this yet. Ooh, okay. All of the gods have gathered to find a solution, but they're at war. So the gods, you know, the Haitian gods, the Greek gods, the Nigerian gods. Oh, the gods. They've come together to find a solution, but they're also at war at the same time. Mm-hmm. Our antagonist is Shungo. He is the god of war. And rather than sign a treaty with all of the gods to try and um, save Earth, he wants to cause mayhem. So he's going to find his own way towards Earth. Now, the way gods, the gods uh, get onto Earth is via sculptures. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So there is a character called Tossin. She is a sculptor and she sculpts gods. And that's how they get onto Earth. Okay. This is the part where it gets a bit mad. So her brother 
is a contestant on <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance, right? <laughs> Do you see how difficult this is? Oh my God. Hold on, let me find the, that bit. Yeah. Yeah, her brother Papa is a contestant on 90 Day Fiance. And the camera crew follows these day ins and day outs of what he's doing in life. Mm-hmm. Now, his sister is the one that um, sculpts yeah. the. Sculpts uh, the sculpts. The, the statues, <laughs> right? <laughs> He goes, to, he goes to her workshop and then a producer from uh, 90 Day Fiancé steals... One of the sculptures. One of the sculptures, the statues, whatever. Sorry. Okay. All right. And that is how Shang... Shang was it Shango or Shango? Shango. Shango gets onto Earth, right? <laughs> sorry. Okay. Now. Go on. Yeah, Shango goes to the producer's house, commands the, the producer's wife. He now just takes over the place and now he's running 90 Day Fiancé. Go. He's now running 90 Day Fiancé. Now... <laughs> Tahira looks scared, by the way. Another strand. Terrified. This is the one that I didn't have a chance to even look at properly. The Angel Gabriel. The Angel Gabriel um, route. So, Angel Gabriel has been in the ice capsule since... Angel love, love, yeah. Yep. And... Did you say heaven is overheating? Well, basically, where he is, heaven is overheating because Shongo is loving the fame. Oh, what? What? Yeah, Shongo's loving the fame, by the way. And Angel Gabriel's like really mad because Shongo isn't doing what he's supposed to do. I don't even know where Shongo and Gabriel cross paths, but somehow they have in Cherie's mind. So now Shongo's failing in his tasks on Earth. So Gabriel's come down to Earth. He jumps and lands in Shoreditch High Street and he's on a mission to find Shongo, who Gabriel believes actually was on, is on a mission from Satan. Yet ironically, it's Satan who sent Gabriel to the ice capsule instead of a fire den, whatever that means. So Gabriel's vexed. And he says, nah, my man has had me in ice. So he strolls past Box Park, takes a right, stumbles on a strip club. And the man on the door says, you can't come in here with those, mate, because he's still got his wings. So Gabriel says, okay, watch me. He steps over the threshold. His wings melt because it's sinful, obviously. And as Gabriel walks in, a stripper called Magnum Tonic Wine approaches him. <laughs> and she says, do you want to come into... This is Cherie Myers. I think Cherie did, yeah. Um, do you want to come into the back room? And that's where she left it. So... My love to hear her in about the few minutes we have left for you. Could you please continue the story? Bearing in mind everything you've just heard. Think about yourself in the role. Put yourself in this film. Let's go. So Angel Gabriel has been taken to the back room by a magic tonic wine. Magnum tonic wine. Magnum sorry. tonic wine. She's approached him and says, do you want to come to the back room? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Magnum tonic wine takes him to the back room. Mm-hmm. And her friend, Red Label. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, already. Already you're <laughs> <Red> starting. <laughs> <laughs> already. Okay, go ahead. Her co-worker, Red Label, mm-hmm. comes in. Um, and they start dancing sexily for him. Oh, right. So he starts to enjoy it and get into it and, and forget the fact that his wings have melted off because mm. he wants to partake in the pleasures of the flesh. Right. Mm. So whilst all this is happening and Gabriel's being mesmerized, <clears throat> Red Label, unbeknownst to Gabriel, Red Label has a tiny pair of wings on her back. Right. And for reasons unknown, but will later become clear. <laughs> well played, well played. The more she seduces Gabriel the bigger her wings will become. Wow. And when her wings are fully grown, she can fly 
and get back into the heavens. Wait, what? Which is, where, ah. which is where she originally began life. This is just her human form. Right. That's good. So, so far. Okay. I like that. Fine. She only had a couple of minutes, you know. Oh, is that it? Okay, fine. Um, oh, okay, fine. So she's gone back to heaven. No. No, 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 no. Oh, she hasn't gone. She's not back to heaven yet. Okay. The more, basically, the more she seduces um, Gabriel, the bigger her wings get. So her wings are growing, but she's not. But it means for us as viewers, we know that once her wings are fully grown, she can fly and get back into heaven. But Gabriel, but she's got to sacrifice Gabriel for that. Not, not kill him, but she, she's got to sacrifice his, his power. um, angel powers and wings. And make him forget, make him forget that he ever was an angel. And now he's just a dirty human. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's just a dirty human. That's what I'm going to end on. That's interesting. As soon as the gods come down to earth, like they lose, they're they lose godly, their like the godly, they yeah, the godlike like, behavior. Yeah. They become dirty humans. Dirty humans. Dirty humans. So they're, they're part of the problem. They are. Yeah. Does it? Well, the Earth is more powerful than they thought. Exactly. Listen, it's not your story. Sorry, you know. sorry. Just you know, making sense of it. <laughs> trying, involved. To, trying to get involved. <laughs> it's not his story. Trying to get credits and shit. Oh, really? Um, thank you so much, Tahira. Thank you, Tahira. Oh, we appreciate it. That was fun. <laughs> thank you so fun. much. Um, what are you shooting? Yeah. Oh, I'm sh- I mean, we haven't actually started shooting, even though I've been in the uh, been about two weeks. Oh, um, what? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just whatever. Fine and false. Fine. <laughs> Why have you been there for so long? Two weeks and you haven't started filming. Yeah, COVID stuff. Oh, oh. Uh, wow. Um, logistical stuff and whatnot, gotcha. Whatnot. Fair um, but yeah, no. We we start shooting on Monday. Okay. And it's um it's a film called Lumina, and it's about these group of friends, and one of them gets abducted oh no and we kind of end up going to search for her and it's about everything that kind of happened Ooh. along the way um, I see. between these friends and people they meet and and if they ever find her again what genre is it it was it's i would say it's like a thriller possibly thriller horror mm. yeah okay yeah okay. And, and will there be a christmas prince for <laughs> them franchise them franchise girl there yeah the gift that just keeps giving um <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know that there will be um i heard like you know on the grapevine like very faint rumors of there being like a you know um a kind of a what do they call it again um spin-off uh, yeah there were there were there were things about that been off then there was like a mashup of um like all the kind of different uh christmas movies kind of like blending into one and visiting different kingdoms and stuff but i think probably not like never say never sure who knows i don't know but not not this year okay. not this christmas fair enough all yeah. right my love we shall let you uh, go thank you lovely talking to you guys and you, my love. Thank, thank you, you. appreciate it Take care. This has been The Circle. Do we normally do an outro? I don't even know. No, we don't. We just, <laughs> okay. like, just fade out into... This has been The Circle. I'm Akua. Circle, circle, circle. circle. Exactly. No. Circle, 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 <laughs> circle, circle. made a theme Oh, where can we find you? I am the... It's the, my, it's the most easiest thing. I don't... I'm not on 
really anything else i'm on twitter i'm on instagram twitter i don't really use so instagram is the best way to find me and it's just my name tahira underscore sharif verified um, <laughs> <laughs> you got blue ticks up in here blue ticks blue ticks up in here yeah <laughs> i cool thanks yeah, Take care. thanks guys no good night <laughs>